If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. This story is written by April Rickett and is published at WFPL.org. Hours after the Supreme Court ruled to overturn the 1973 landmark abortion case Roe v. Wade, hundreds gathered in downtown Louisville to protest the abortion ban that went immediately into effect statewide. Kentucky is one of 13 states with a trigger law on the books, which was set to go into effect as soon as the court overturned Roe. It now makes it a felony for anyone to provide an abortion or help a person get one. There's a narrow exception to save the life of the pregnant patient. Abortion access stopped today in Kentucky, Jackie McGranahan with the ACLU of Kentucky said to the crowd, who carried signs reading things like, Abortion is health care and they'll come for you next. She said forcing someone to carry a pregnancy will have life-altering consequences, including serious health risks, increased difficulty in escaping an abusive relationship, the entrenchment of poverty, and the derailing of people's education. Abortion access, it's been very shaky in Kentucky for many, many years, and it's something that everyone needs, McGranahan continued. One in four people have had an abortion in Kentucky in the United States. We all know someone. She added that the ban will take a disproportionate toll on already marginalized communities. Black people are three times more likely to die than white women during or shortly after birth. Kentucky's maternal mortality rate is already twice as high as the nation's. If abortion was banned across the U.S., McGranahan said figures suggest there would be a 21% increase and maternal mortality. For black people, that would be a 33% increase. Hundreds attended the press conference turned rally. Lisa Migliori Black and her daughter were dressed as women from The Handmaid's Tale, a dystopian story in which people don't have control over their reproduction. I never thought we'd be here, and I'm fearful for what's coming next, Migliori Black said. The strides that we've made in gay rights and trans rights I don't feel like I can be proud of this country anymore. Claire Hagan was there as well. They're worried women will be forced to get unsafe abortions in the state. I love Kentucky. I am proud to be a Kentuckian. I believe Kentucky is worth fighting for, they said. The fact that there is a trigger law makes this even more urgent and even more important because women will start suffering and women will start dying more immediately. Speakers included local and state Democratic elected officials, including Kentucky Representative Pamela Stevenson and Senator Karen Berg, outspoken opponents of legislation that restricts abortion. Quote, on this day, the Supreme Court told 50% of us, you don't matter, Stevenson said. We don't care about you dying because the people that got the money will find a way to get them. The speakers urged people to get to the polls in November when a referendum could further block the possibility of abortion access. While the Kentucky Constitution doesn't currently currently mention abortion, the proposed ballot amendment would change that, explicitly stating that there are no protections for it in the state. 
Following the Supreme Court decision, Planned Parenthood and EMW Women's Surgical Center, Kentucky's two providers, stopped abortions. Planned Parenthood and the ACLU, which represents EMW, said they plan to challenge Kentucky's ban in state court. Quote, I just cannot overstate enough. Kentucky cannot have another barrier to health care in a state like ours, where we already have such limited resources to maternal health. Tamara Weeder with Planned Parenthood Alliance Advocates told WFPL earlier Friday. On the mic Friday afternoon, she put it plainer. All of Kentucky is now in a post-Roe world. And here's a piece published at charlotteobserver.com, written by Callie Cox. Demonstrators gathered at the Charlotte-Mecklenburg Government Center on Friday evening to protest the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, ending the constitutional right to abortion. The court, in a 6-3 vote, upheld a Mississippi law that called for a ban on most abortions after 15 weeks. The justices then voted 5-4 to four to completely overturn the landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling. The ruling now gives states the authority to ban abortions. About 250 to 300 people attended Friday's protest, Charlotte Mecklenburg police told an Observer reporter. The Black Abortion Defense League organized the protest. Signs held by demonstrators called for a separation of church and state. Others declared that a uterus is more regulated than a gun. U.S. Representative Alma Adams, a Charlotte Democrat, told protesters that she would continue to fight for access to abortion in North Carolina. The state is not one of the 13 with trigger laws that will ban abortion outright after Friday's ruling. I'm mad as hell, Adams said. We don't tell the guys you can't have a vasectomy, she said. We don't make laws for men's health care to tell men what to do with their bodies. People will die as a result of Friday's ruling, she said. After speakers wrapped up at the government center, a large crowd marched through uptown chanting my body, my choice, and we keep us safe, according to tweets from a WBTV reporter. Among the protesters Friday was Diane Stevens of Waxhaw. More than 50 years ago, Stevens was arrested for helping people obtain abortions illegally in Chicago through an underground network called the Jane Collective. Stevens told the Charlotte Observer that she was appalled but not surprised by the court's decision on Friday. The culture surrounding the issue now, she said, is much more dangerous and divided than it was in the 1960s. However, there is hope, she said. Ordinary people can do extraordinary things, Stevens said, adding that she would not be surprised if Friday's ruling creates more groups like the Jane Collective. Dozens of other speakers, including women, transgender, non-binary people, and those who said they had abortions, expressed fear at what will happen next with other precedents set by the court. In a concurring opinion, Justice Clarence Thomas said the court should reconsider its decisions on same-sex marriage, same-sex intimacy, and contraception. Brooke Adams, president of the Reproductive Rights Coalition in Charlotte, said the U.S. is going backward. This is a truly awful day and a horrible development, and I can't believe we are here, Adams said. Kala Hales, executive director of a preferred women's health center, 
told the crowd the facility had already received calls from those whose appointments had been canceled in other states. Everyone knows and loves someone who had an abortion, Hales said. Abortion remains legal in North Carolina, but that could change if Republicans regain a supermajority in the state's General Assembly in November's elections. Governor Roy Cooper, a Democrat, has vowed to veto any abortion ban that comes across his desk, but a supermajority can override his veto. I will continue to trust women to make their own medical decisions as we fight to keep politicians out of the doctor's exam room, Cooper said Friday. North Carolina is already a destination for those from other states seeking abortions. About 25,000 people every year get abortions in North Carolina, and nearly one out of five come from other states, the Charlotte Observer previously reported. Now the state could be one of the final states in the region with access to abortion, as South Carolina is poised to restrict the procedure even further. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. still got it going on the people are revolting i think you just nailed it